The sea was brisk beneath a bright blue sky, marred only by cotton candy streamers of white. No land was visible in any direction, and the one thing that might catch the eye of some far-ranging broad-winged lizard bird was a lonely wake that stretched behind a battered rust-gray shape, pitching tiredly across the long, deep swells. Such a creature might turn to join several others of its kind, seemingly effortlessly coasting along, pacing the strange ship. The flyers stayed off either beam, avoiding the hint of foul-smelling smoke blurring the tops of two of the four funnels standing high above the narrow hull. Occasionally, one of the lizard birds dropped back and snatched a morsel from the foaming wake, but most maintained almost unerring stations as if shepherding the exhausted ship along. It had been a tough couple of wars for the old U.S. Asiatic Fleet four-stacker destroyer USS Walker DD-163. The first one nearly killed her. This one, a far different war on a wildly different Earth, had destroyed her for all intents and purposes, once already. Refloated and rebuilt after the desperate Battle of Balkpan, where she defended the Lemurians against the hated semi-reptilian Grick and the mighty Japanese battlecruiser Amagi, in a place that should have been Borneo, Walker had steamed straight back into action against new enemies across the vast Pacific or Eastern Sea. Again, she and her mixed human and Lemurian American crew had accomplished more than anyone had a right to expect, but it had cost her dearly in bruises and blood. Now she was nearing the imperial island appropriately called Respite, where she'd lick her wounds and catch her breath before heading home to Balkpan and a much-needed overhaul. Tension! rumbled the hulking chief gunner's mate, Dennis Silva, practically guarding the fancy Lemurian-embroidered curtain that separated the passageway from the wardroom. Chairs and stools squeaked and clattered against the less pleasant shade of cracked green linoleum on the deck as those in the crowded wardroom stood. Stools still seemed out of place, but chairs were uncomfortable for Lemurian tales. As you were... Lieutenant Commander Captain Matthew Reddy responded mildly, escorting several others into the compartment. He was tall, with premature gray threading his brown hair at the temples. The pace of operations had also cost him considerable weight, giving his finely tailored Lemurian-made khakis a slightly disheveled appearance. His intense green eyes and quick smile undermined any possible impression that he was overwhelmed by his responsibility, however. Captain Reddy commanded Walker, but he also bore a great many other burdens on this strange world. Not only was he High Chief of the American clan, which now encompassed virtually all Lemurian marine and naval personnel, but he was also Commander-in-Chief of all Allied forces, Sincaf, by acclamation. Of all the powers united beneath or beside the banner of the trees. The wars had been as hard on him as they'd been on his ship, but, like her, like nearly everyone, he'd risen to the challenge. Those gathered in the wardroom quickly resumed their seats, making way for Matt, Nurse Lieutenant Sandra Tucker, and His Excellency, Lord Bolton Forrester, the new ambassador from the Empire of the New Britain Isles, to find theirs at the battered table in the center of the compartment. Good afternoon, gentlemen and ladies, 
Madam ended for Sandra's benefit, and for that of Lieutenant Tab Ott, or Tabby, the newly appointed engineering officer. Tabby was modestly dressed in a t-shirt and kilt. Wearing a top was something she did more often now that she was an officer, but the clothing did little to hide the fact that she was female. The silky gray fur on her arms and face was still blotchy in places where it hadn't quite covered all her steam scars, and Sandra winced slightly at the sight. Her expression turned into a satisfied smile at the thought that Matt, and every other human in the Navy, was going to have to start getting used to the idea of female officers of all sorts. She almost laughed out loud when Matt frowned at her. There had been female cats aboard ever since Walker started supplementing her dwindling human crew with Lemurian cadets. That was the Lemurian way, and if Matt wanted sailors, he had to take both genders.